Welcome to the Expat Cast. I'm your host, Nicole, and before we dive into today's episode, I want to take a moment to share one of my expat highs with you guys. So I already talked about it on Instagram, but I am standing currently in my new apartment looking around at a couple of things that I still have to clean up <laughs> because this weekend we threw a housewarming party. It was the first I've ever thrown and I had no idea how to host more than like five people. <laughs> so it was a little bit chaotic, but what was really cool was we ended up with about 25 people in our apartment, which we definitely did not fit in the space, but whatever. It was fun to be cramped It forced people to talk to one another um, because it was people from all these different corners of the life that I've built here, of the life my boyfriend's built here. And it just sort of struck me that, you know, it's only been a year and a half that I've lived in Freiburg, um, but I've, I've come a long way, and I think I've been pretty open and honest about the lows that I've been going through and, and sharing them with you guys so that other people know, yeah, you're not alone, so that I know that, yeah, I'm not alone in what I'm going through, but I wanted to make sure that I also share the highs with you guys because, yeah, I'm in a new apartment that I love. I had a great time over the weekend with a big group of people who I, I really cherish in my life and, and it was so fun getting to see them mixed together and helping me out, helping me figure out how to be a host and <laughs> doing dishes and uh, figuring out how to serve all this food and whatever. I mean, the details don't matter. The, the important thing was this feeling of, of love and gratitude that I got to experience and God, this time a year ago, I was I was at my lowest of lows, and I did not see how it could possibly improve. <laughs> I was really hopeless back then, and all I could do was keep going, keep going even without hope, and I'm so glad that I did. So anyone out there who's listening, who's going through a bad time, who's been through a bad time, I just want to say, hey, you know what? You don't have to be hopeful. <laughs> you don't have to really truly believe in your heart that it'll work out. All you have to do is keep going. And it just might. And I'm glad that it has for me. And I'm so excited to enjoy this this wave of good things that's coming my way right now. And I'm sure it'll get hard again soon. And I'm sure you'll hear about it. But in the meantime, there's a little happiness to <laughs> brighten up your day. And yeah, if you guys have had a similar experience, I really would love to hear about it. I would love to hear if you've reached that high point yet where you've gotten to sit back and feel grateful. Um... Or if you're still in that low and you're still struggling through, let me know. I want to hear about it. But for now, it's time to get a little goofy because today's episode was inspired by none other than the cornerstone of American culture, ABC's The Bachelor. <laughs> You'll understand what I mean about that in a couple minutes. Um, but for now, if there's any Bachelor Nation fans out there, shout out to you. Let me know how you feel about Hannah B. Listeners who are not a member of a Bachelor Nation, I promise we don't just talk about The Bachelor the whole time. It was just the inspiration point for the topic. So hopefully I piqued your curiosity enough. <laughs> Enjoy the episode. Jenny. I am originally from, hmm, should I say it? Okay, Port Costa, California. Anyone knows where that is, you get a cookie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I've been living in Freiburg, Germany for eh, about three years now. Your your uh, guest appearances on the show are, are really 
time stamping your your length here. Yes. <laughs> so I actually you you came up with the idea for today's episode and I thought it was really good. You mentioned the things about your home country that you sort of latch onto when you're living away from it. That you had basically wanted nothing to do with when you were home or they were very minor. They played a very minor role in in my life in particular when I was back home and then here it's sort of like an extra level of nostalgia. Was there something that got you on that topic? Well, that was uh, ABC's The Bachelor. (laughs) (laughs) One of my friends who, uh, he loves the show, and he was part of my, like, viewing party group in Chicago. He will only refer to it as ABC's The Bachelor. (laughs) Um, So, well done. Yeah, so I am a Bachelor fan. I became a Bachelor fan. My, My roommate in Chicago got me into it, and then it was, like, a thing we did together, and turned out we had a group of friends who all liked it so it was a thing and then I moved here you can't get it but I I yeah I found I I was surprised to find that I cared that I wanted to keep up to date with it here um not ashamed I don't feel shame about things like that but I was bummed because I was I felt a little bit pathetic because I was like streaming it alone in my like basement cave apartment and had no one to talk to about it, you know? Like, it's one thing to watch the show, and then another thing to be like, I want to watch it so bad that I'll watch it alone. And so I forced you to watch it with me. <laughs> I invited myself over, brought some wine, and said, all right, let's do this. Well, no, like, I mean, obviously I have known what The Bachelor is, and it's in pop culture and social media in America, but me just living there and honestly not having network television when I lived in San Francisco for the last, like, 10 years. So I was not following things like Survivor, like The Bachelor, like American Idol, these kind of shows but obviously it would come on here and there in social media and um so you know when you suggested that we watch it it was like well I have a mild fascination of it and it's always been in my culture but also something that I'd just be like that's just trash I have no time for that which is true it is yes but (laughs) (laughs) but you are a trash Jenny I'm yeah that probably sounded mean. I don't think I've explained this. Um, I have too many Jennies in my life. And there's German Jenny. That one's clear. Um, she was on the show, actually, my old German teacher. But I have uh, one of my good childhood friends is named Jenny. Jenny with a G. So whenever I say it mentally, it's very different. Mm-hmm. But then it became like, okay, so is she Philadelphia Jenny? Or she's like, OG, right? Yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. she's OG. Um, but then there's, if we're like, oh, American Jenny, that could also be you. And that's what I was trying to say, American Jenny for you. And Gordon mm-hmm. was like, ah, that's other mm-hmm. Jenny. So it became trash Jenny. Yes, which is because I pick up trash off the street and make use of it which so, is a past episode if we want to reference that you can yeah. link it in the cards or whatever they say <laughs> check it out in the show notes the broke expat with jenny but it is only appropriate that trash jenny gets into trash tv show trash TV, yes. i would say mm-hmm. so, okay so you invited yourself over with some wine and yes it was just you and i yeah just the two of us and it's a snowball effect here i'm, I'm really nicole proud. had a whole backstory to everybody <laughs> she'd already listened to some podcasts about the show she'd been following several of them on social media platforms whatever and told me the story because i was what four episodes in maybe that yeah, i was picking it up we on? were a little bit in already we were a little bit yeah. there um he'd already whittled it down i think it was the episode that they like left the u.s actually oh that's always a big one yes they yeah. were going to in this in this case thailand so we watched it together drank some wine watched the show enjoyed it and yes now i got hooked and then it was like okay we're gonna make this 
a weekly thing. We have to stream this every week. We're sort of following it. We watch it, what, a day or two days later. Yeah. Then it's on. And we roped some other American friends into it who were like, hey, you know, what's new? What's happening? And it's like, well, okay, so... um, Every Wednesday or Thursday, we meet in my living room and bring wine and popcorn and watch Bachelor. It's so great. <laughs> we're we're up to five by the finale. We were. We were up yeah. to five girls in total. Yeah. yeah. Pretty mm-hmm. impressive work, I would say. I, I was saying like, oh, man, I can't really find anyone that likes the show. And I would, I would drop it in conversation to tr- see if anyone was like, oh, I watched didn't happen was just awkward so this this approach really worked for me but I will say I mean I liked the show when I was in the states but I I want to be like I'm a librarian I do my research but really like I, I got too into it this season like definitely started listening to more podcasts mm-hmm. and I don't like to follow them on Instagram because all these people do is sell you stuff but mm-hmm. but I have like we'll check their stuff occasionally you stalked them yeah that's it you looked through it exactly yeah. and I had never cared quite that much previously so I think yeah I feel like I am sort of latching on and I never cared at all (laughs) (laughs) and and that was what was so funny this time was like okay I got into it I got excited for it it was something I looked forward to because I knew that it was going to be a group of Americans all meeting and having you know dinner and wine at my house and watching Bachelor and it's one of those shows that like you do get attached to certain people sometimes we're talking over it and we have to rewind it because it's like actually we did want to hear what they have to say and it is ends up being so ridiculous it doesn't really pertain to our lives at all no none of us are single um (laughs) but it's just funny to watch this and enjoy something that's i don't know trash from your culture yeah (laughs) and everyone's like oh you watched the bachelor you mean the german bachelor and i'm like no i mean i would watch that i wouldn't be against watching it but no but this is about like being in a little bit in touch with with pop culture in America, like knowing what people are talking about. Like my friend who always refers to it as ABC's The Bachelor, like we don't always keep in touch, but it's really great when this stuff is happening because I know that we're going to talk. I just mm-hmm. found out one of my brothers has been watching it and I we had, we'd had a little tiff recently about something and I'm like, you know what? We're good. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, The Bachelor or the, what is it? ABC's The Bachelor <laughs> solving family feuds. I mean, I found it out because he follows Kerpa and Kerpa was obviously the best. Oh, so. who was like our underdog sort of favorite. Yeah. Who we knew she wasn't going to go anywhere, but also like everybody just kind of loved her because... Because she's great. And she so I was like, all right, show brother, to hate, so. good taste. Yes. Yeah. So that that's the... I also would want my brother to date Kerpa. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Right? Yeah. It's a solid choice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that's how this episode started. But once you mentioned it, it was one of those moments of like, yeah, that's totally a thing. And I know I, I some of the easiest examples for me recently are food. Like I was at someone's house a couple months ago and they had candy corn. I don't even like candy corn, but I got so excited and I ate a bunch of it. And I was like, every bite, I was like, yeah, this is gross. But I was like, oh, this is so great the excitement americans get for the nastiest food (laughs) from our homes oh my god so my thing is i've been begging for marshmallow peeps the little peep (laughs) chicks and bunnies that come out for easter because there's nothing like that here and it's just nasty it's just marshmallows and colored sugar but um there's just something so fun but also gross but like you know because germany (laughs) just doesn't sink to that level in some ways in their candy choices also like my german boyfriend has never experienced these and i can't (laughs) wait to like you know get the package and have them you know microwave them for the first time with him and like you know 
know, it's stupid stuff, but it's like you don't realize this. <laughs> Microwaving peeps is like a thing, though. Yes. Yeah. You have to. Mm-hmm. I brought, um, I had a visitor recently and she brought a couple bags of Tootsie Roll Pops. Oh. And I brought them to work and left them there with a little note on the break room being like, these are sort of similar to um, Chupa Chupas or yeah, whatever yeah. they are, but American, like from your American coworker. A lot were gone, but no one has commented if that was like something they were into or not. And I was eating one myself and I was like, I don't know if I actually think I they're good. I never like this. Yeah. It's like got chocolate like poop in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah, if you really like... look at it, like, I mean, I mean, yeah. what is this? Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> um, but those were like my road trip food as, yeah. as a kid. You Everybody know? ate those. Yeah. yeah. Another one, though, um, we were talking recently about cereal. And I was never, I mean, as a kid, I was a cereal kid, of course, because children are. But... As an adult, it's never been something that I stock. Mm-hmm. Like, I like granola, like moosley and stuff like that. But sugary cereal, not so interesting for me. But went to Aldi and bought, they're basically like, um, they're not honey bunches of oats. What are they? Smack pot? Oh, smackers? Smackers? With the frog? The frog, the- the yeah, frog yeah, on the, yeah, yeah. the red box and the frog or yes. whatever. Yeah, you can get something like that here. Yeah, the German version. But what's crazy is it's in a box that's like, it's a mega box. It's like the size mm-hmm. of two or three cereal boxes together. So now we have it here and neither of us are really that into cereal. <laughs> but like it was one of those moments of just like, yeah, yeah this is like almost American. And so I'm going right. to get it. And and now it's like up there and slowly getting stale. And I'm like, OK, well, yeah. I got to keep eating it because it's going stale. But you're but kind of sick of it. Too. I'm kind of sick of it. It was like fun for one time well so another thing is when we're watching the the bachelor we're watching these you know we're streaming it sometimes whoever has uploaded the stream doesn't always cut out the commercials okay i just caught on where you're going you know where i'm going and and this this has become like my favorite part of the whole show of course you know we we fast forward through a lot of it but as we're skipping through like blips of the ads will play and sometimes i mean yes i've I haven't lived in the U.S. for three years now, but some of the ads are still relatively the same or they're still the same, you know, spokesperson like the Geico Gecko or whatever. So, you know, an ad will pop up and and I'll just be like, oh, my God, do you guys remember Wheat Thins? But we're like four glasses of wine deep and you're just like, do you remember Applebee's? (laughs) Oh, my God, do you remember Outback Steakhouse? And then also weird ones like, do you remember Kleenex? Right. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Claritin D. Oh, my God. You guys remember Claritin? Like, and nobody, I didn't even use that. But it's just, and these commercials are so dumb. But, you know, and obviously this is not something that I watch. I don't think it's entertaining. But there's something about being out of your country for for a long time and then seeing it and being like, oh, this is just so funny to me. Um, Well, and that's like the the whole Super Bowl thing. I'm wearing my uh, Super Bowl World Champions (laughs) t-shirt from the Eagles, the best. Yeah, I mean, I got, obviously, though, I'm, I'm from Philadelphia. I grew up in a family of the exact kind of Philadelphia sports fans you're thinking of when you hear that. And it was a big deal to all of us when the Eagles won the Super Bowl what, a year and no, a year ago. So, of course, I got into it because of that. But also, like, over time, I've been more interested in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, when I was in America and I had all these cho- choices of how to spend my time and, and which subcultures to choose, 
football was not the one I was choosing, like, ever. But now that I'm really far away, I'm like, no, I would love to go to a Super Bowl party. Like, I, I really want to tailgate. I'm hoping to go home next winter and, like, be able to, to tailgate. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's dumb. And, like, I've got this Super Bowl shirt. And I'm like, yeah, but here you, here you wear it proudly. Yes. That's, but yeah. I mean, I'm a fake poser. Like, no one could talk to me about anything. I'd be like, <laughs> I don't really know. And I didn't watch this year. But to be fair, it was, like, a very boring game and, and like, I like a good story and like Tom Brady winning again is like not that interesting. <laughs> but and then I've also noticed with like sports, people wear caps or, or t-shirts of sports, American sports teams. And my heart leaps when I see one from Chicago or Philadelphia or honestly anyone I recognize the city from. Mm-hmm. And then I have to remind myself, oh, that is not a signal that they're from there. That's just like they thought the design looked cool or like yeah. their cousin went on a trip to America and bought them this in the airport. You know, like I think there was kind of a time where I wanted to go up and talk to people and be like, oh, like, are you have you been there? I got over that one because it's not. So it's like the New York Yankees, the L.A. Dodgers, and I think the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, they like the Bulls. There's a lot yeah, of so big Bulls basically fans. if you're in a sports store in Germany or probably other European countries as well, those hats will just be there for people to buy, whether they really know what those teams are or not, because these are, you know, famous American cities. And <laughs> yeah. well, and what's so funny about like wearing things, having lived the last 10 or so years in San Francisco, as a San Franciscan, one of the last things we wanted to seem like was an outsider or a tourist. And something I would never wear from there is a, like I Heart SF t-shirt or a sweater pulley, you know, um, that says something about San Francisco. And it's just, to me, embarrassing as that person but then one of the things I regretted was actually when I moved to Freiburg was that I actually didn't own any of those clothes and suddenly it was like I wanted to represent that I wanted a t-shirt that said San Francisco I want something that has California on it and that's something that when I'm there I don't want to put that on there I don't want to you know broadcast that and it's lame yeah it's it's lame that's what tourists are supposed to buy and then you leave and you're like oh man why don't I own any of that stuff when I was back the last time my grandmother gave me this shopping bag it's just like reusable grocery bag that's just a giant American flag (laughs) and it's absolutely obnoxious and I would never use it in America but I just like love bringing this thing into German grocery stores and filling it up with stuff and like it actually has like a little logo on it which is some foundation that if you really look them up they're like super right wing and like support Trump and stuff anyway it's just terrible I would never be caught dead using this bag in America or risk anybody knowing what this is supposed to represent or support but it's like I, I want to like take it out at the grocery store here or just like carry all my stuff in it because it's like in some ways it's an excuse if somebody comes at me with something and I could just be like uh oh I don't know I'm not from here <laughs> you know it's like uh check the flag kid um you know but okay yeah not plenty of people also wear flags whether it's german or the the union jack the the um uk their british flag is very popular and yes the american flag even if you go into stores here in germany it's on a lot of things yeah it's very popular. so i don't know how well this bag is making an impression but it's again it's something i would never use at home but it's like special to me here well i actually so for the fourth of july last year i was working for the american cultural center and we had a party and i was like oh great i'm gonna go dress festive and I 
Back when Gordon and I were first dating or talking, we weren't even really officially dating then. I was like, all right, I feel like he likes me. Let's test it. So I sent him a care package with just some different things. And one of the things in there was this t-shirt. It was right around 4th of July season. I went to Kohl's. Shout out to Kohl's. Do you remember Oh my God, Kohl's. You guys remember Kohl's. (laughs) Sorry. I went there and I was like, all right, which is the worst tank top I can find? And I found one that's got this like painted eagle in front of like a pickup truck and it says freedom, the American way. And I bought that and I slept in it a couple nights and I made it really smell like me. And then I shipped it to him because I was like, all right, here's the test. It smells like me. If he's really into me, he'll be like, "Mm, gross t-shirt, but I like her and wear it. And if it's just like, eh, then he won't wear it. And then I'll know. Um, (laughs) This was the big test. Okay. Mostly I wanted to mess with him. So I sent it to him and, um, and he, you know, kept the whole care package for a while, you know, years. It's, he still has it. Um, and for the 4th of July, I was like, oh my God, this is perfect. I can wear that shirt. And I mean, I wore it like jokingly, but also, also like, yeah. It's America. And I also, I'd gotten, when I came to visit Germany once, I bought his friend this, like, terrible USA, it was, like, a $4 baseball cap from CBS with a Velcro. And I, that was definitely a joke. And he did not even keep it. He left it at there, <laughs> but he left. But um, I so I have that. And I wore them together with, like, jean shorts. And then I have these star, giant star earrings that say lawman on them. <laughs> so I wore this all together. And I thought it was, like, funny, ironic america and then one of my coworkers were like oh you came looking very blue lives matter (laughs) (laughs) yeah but anyway i have i have this stuff lying around and like when we moved and i was like okay what do i need what do i not need i couldn't get rid of the stupid usa baseball cap like the shirt whatever it has emotional significance Mm -hmm. the hat does not at all it was not worth worth money like when am i ever gonna wear it again but i'm kind of like but it's an America hat. Right. I can't get rid of it. <laughs> oh, there's also the category of holidays. So we're recording this just days after Pi Day. Oh, yes. Which everyone in America knows. 3.14, March 14th, it's Pi Day. It's kind of a dumb thing, but you bring Pi to work, to school, mm-hmm. whatever. And you're like, hey, Pi, great. This is funny and whimsical. And I actually wanted to remember it. Like, I knew it was coming and I wanted to bring Pi into work. And I totally forgot it. But that day I was like, oh man, I missed it. But I'll just tell some people. So I told some coworkers and they were like, it, it took a little bit for them to be like, huh? <laughs> this is a holiday? And I was like, well, no, but like, yeah, but no, but yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we realized you can't have it in Germany because they write the date first. So in Germany, March 14th is not 3.14, it's 14.3. Which is not correct in terms of math. <laughs> also, like, they're not, like, pie is not the pun, like, torta yeah. and pie, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Then we were like, okay, okay, well, we'll just do it, we'll just celebrate later. Like, what about the 31st of, of April? And I was like, okay, well, the punct like the period is in the wrong point it's 31.4 not the other but but yeah that's a good idea and then like my coworker and i at the same moment looked at each other we're like there is no 31st of yeah. april that's not a date 30 days of september april, april june, june and november. November. <laughs> like, then I, you go through that and you're like oh, oh. <laughs> i was also thinking of that um parks and rec episode mm-hmm. uh for anyone who watches that where she the guy's assistant makes all of his appointments for march 31st because she thought it didn't exist and he hates appointments. Oh, yes. and, and then, then and she's like out, it exists it does exist <laughs> there is a march 31st so anyway we can't even 
falsely celebrate this like made up sort of holiday Mm -mm. because it just doesn't work and like is Pi Day important to me no but also I'm a bit bummed and mad that I can't celebrate it stuff like that yeah well that was um, when I went on talking to my boyfriend about oh yeah 420 well there is no 420 it's 24 and 20 of April (laughs) and 420 is something in American culture that has to do with I I don't even know there's like something about it's it's a code that the police use to call weed or something that's like folklore I don't even know if that's true but like then that became the day and coming from San Francisco there's this thing and on on April 20th everybody goes into like Golden Gate Park on this hippie hill and gets really really stoned and like I'm like trying to tell my German boyfriend like, oh, yeah, 420, 420, it's a thing. And he's like, yeah, that's no idea. I've He has no idea what that is. Yeah. Even the time of day, like it's not necessarily no. something you do, but you like chuckle. Like, yeah. Hey, it's 420. Uh, 420. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also feel like my, um, I mean, I'm not from the country and I'm not from the South. Or any, like, my accent, if anything, is more, like, city, northeastern, whatever. But um, sometimes when I'm speaking in German and someone wants to hear something in English, I just kind of, like, put on this, I don't know, it just comes out as kind of, like, country or or southern. Because I I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's, like, I think that that's what they want to hear or Mm -hmm. if it's just, like, me being, like, that feels like the truest form of America. And right now, I, because, like, our, like, our little stereotype of being, like, America. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) The other day, a coworker, it was Friday, and I was, like, yeah, happy Friday, um, which already is a weird, like, that's a very American thing to say. And so she just kind of, like, chuckled. She's, like, yeah, what's that thing you guys say? And then she said in English, um, God thank it Friday. Or something like this. I, th- I thought it was so funny, but I was like, oh, like, okay, I'll correct her. Um, I was like, no, it's, uh, it's thank God it's Friday. And then I was like, <laughs> thank God. Thank God. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> what is that? Like, thank I mean, God. she doesn't know T-J-I-M. that that's not how I talk, yeah. but, God, but thank that's, it for that's what felt right to me in that, more, in that moment. <laughs> we were actually also just talking before we recorded that in my new apartment, the train that I have to take to the city drives past this area where a lot of foreign students live, and there's a group of American students that get on and always talk really loudly and are just, they're super American. <laughs> and... The other day they were talking about like, yeah, I heard up in Frankfurt, there's like an, actually like an America store. It's actually right across the street from the only Chipotle in Germany. Can you imagine? And like the America store sells so many weird things like Jif peanut butter and like Reese's cups. And like, I didn't even know those were American things. And I was just sitting there like they were like writing it off as weird. And I was like, how dare you? <laughs> I would do anything to have a store like that here. You could stock up on all these things. And like we were saying earlier, like, if I were at home, that's not what I would buy at a grocery store Mm -hmm. but like if you could tell me that there was a like an american store in freiburg and i could go pick up reese's pieces reese's pieces (laughs) yes and like i mean for me from philadelphia tasty cakes Mm -hmm. but i guess hostess cakes whatever i mean just the whole range of things and when i go home i drink so i don't like soda i drink soda like multiple Mm -hmm. times per visit and every time I sip it, I'm like, this is I gross. Don't like it. But I keep going. <laughs> and like I watch TV and I'm like, oh, there are all these great TV shows that I've I've heard are great. I really wanted to watch. And then I watch like Bravo <laughs> and TLC. But there's something about indulging and in like the the most typical thing. The most stereotypical thing. What we quantify as the trashiest or the lowest common denominator. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And what's so funny is like when I lived in San Francisco, yeah, I wasn't 
lusting after certain potato chips and weird like Reese's peanut butter candy and drinking Dr. Pepper. No, my ass was going to Trader Joe's <laughs> and I was buying like cheese from Switzerland and France. Yeah. <laughs> like salami from Italy. All that stuff's imported. And, and paying way too much for and, it. Yes. And I'm getting like all this thing, you know, because, oh, it's like better and it's European and, you know, oh, the cows were treated nicer. They were, you know, they ate grass instead of hay or whatever. I don't know. It's funny to think about then. Well, I come here and that's just what we buy because that's just at every store. Yeah. But somehow I miss marshmallow peas yeah <laughs> or you know what the american cheese in the single slices that yeah. tastes like plastic yeah i want that sometimes so one of my my really good friends just moved to england and she's only been there like two weeks and she's already completely destroyed that she can't go to target that's a big one for people target yes. people are like target yes people. that's the thing i luckily was not a target person but my friend was and now she's only been gone yeah like two weeks and she's still in an english-speaking country and there's lots of i i feel like with england there's a lot more overlap in terms of products not so extreme as being here in germany and uh, no she's already like oh my god i need my target fix but you know if you miss it you miss it. if you're a fan it's hard to adapt you know we're living in germany i've heard that they have good beer I do. I, I really like German beer, but all, and I think it's like a very high quality and even bad German beer is okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not totally true. Some of that stuff is gross, but I go home and I drink a lot of PBR. And <laughs> PBR. Yingling, yingling, oh my God, you guys remember PBR? I do remember. <laughs> you guys remember Budweiser? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was never my cheap beer of choice, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, PBR, I'm like, yeah, no, this is the older I get and the more good beer I drink, the more I'm like, yeah, this is gross, but I want a lot of it. And like, I've considered asking people to bring some just because I'm like, yeah, it's VBR. <laughs> my my beer was always Corona and I can still get Corona here. Oh, you can. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm okay. You're set. I, yeah. So, okay. One of my, th- being from San Francisco Bay Area and we have Napa Valley and wine country. Okay, then I moved to Germany and here we are. We're in the, you know, the south corner of Germany that's borders France where there's big wine production. Even here is tons and tons of German wine production. It's this, you know, sun shines all the time here. And I still managed to go to the grocery store and pick up a California Zinfandel or really? something because there's just something like I still like the wine from here but occasionally it's like I want to drink a wine that I know it was bottled in California it is the grapes that I grew up around yeah and this is such, I'm not a wine snob by any means or anything it's just the nostalgia factor yeah and when I'm home yes I would still drink that wine there it, it was just because I liked the wine it wasn't like something extra special but here it's like oh look this one's from California oh it's a Zin or it's a Chardonnay or something and it's like okay this is something even if it's not considered the best wine that's made it over here I still buy it sometimes and then there's something about drinking that glass and being like these grapes were grown 30 minutes from my mom's house but it's like why am I feeling connection to this? But yeah. It's the weirdest things you hold on to when you're not at home anymore. So for now, though, for today, we will round the corner, head to home with the ending segment, Zack, Zack, Zack. Oh, so. see this round the corner, head to home thing. That's also that's super American. baseball. Yes. America. Yes. Baseball. Oh, my God. You guys remember the World Series? <laughs> 
Anyway, Zach, 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 I'm going to ask you three questions. You're going to answer them without thinking it, overthinking it. Go with your gut. You ready? Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. (laughs) What? I almost, I was about to say, been polite. (laughs) Yes, I'm ready. This is an American episode. uh, Ready. Yeehaw. (laughs) (laughs) Who was your favorite cast member this season of The Bachelor? You would ask me that, and now I have to think of their names. Mm -hmm. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Caitlin. 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 Okay. Caitlin. Yeah. 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 Okay, if you had a magic genie who could make it so that your local grocery store here in Germany carried consistently one product from an American grocery store, what would you pick? Oh my God. There's a grocery store by where my mom lives that sells homemade in their store tortilla chips because they're a Mexican-American grocer. And of course, they have house made like pico de gallo and other salsas and stuff. And I really miss being able to just go into a grocery store and buying really good tortilla chips. Is that very American? I think that's American. I think so. Yeah. If America gets taken over by Mexico, I I will move back tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) What is your favorite slash also least favorite word from the category of like German words that are actually just English words that they are either pronouncing wrong or using wrong? For instance, mine is Beamer. They call a projector a beamer. And I'm like, okay, well, it's my favorite, but also it's my least favorite because I think it's, like, really annoying. Oh, okay. Here's – I really, really hate how somebody says something, I'll send you per mail. I can't stand that because Germans mean – and I fight with my boyfriend on this a lot. Per mail to them means email. Per post is through the mail. So that's something that's really hard for me to differentiate and have to, I always have to remember because mail and post are both words that we use in English, but mail and post to us mean the same. And post is, I would say, kind of British English. I think they say, oh, send it through the post. (laughs) Um, And mail, mail is what we say in America. (laughs) And so when he says, yeah, they sent it per mail, I think that that means I'm expecting a letter. And in it's the also mail. like they have the word email. Yes, and they use the word email. But so but when not they, there. Right. No. So in this form, the verb to send something through the mail or the whatever the adjective, whatever it is, um, to mail you something, although they don't really say they don't say I'm gonna mail you. They'll send I will say I'll send it through mail. Um that means you're expecting an email. And yeah, that frustrates me every single time I That's hear it. That's a really good one. There's email, yes, I think. And then there's mail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or you could have email and post. That's or fine email too. and post. Yes, absolutely. But to use the word email most of the time, except for and then say, per mail. Yes. Very mail. good answer. Yeah. Thanks for coming on the show again. You're welcome. <laughs> we'll see you another six months into your journey <laughs> to check in. We'll do another little check in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Expat Cast. Uh, did anyone listen to that and think, hey, maybe I should try watching The Bachelor? Please say yes. Okay, before I start to feel too pathetic for talking so much about The Bachelor, I'm going to go ahead and transition to saying thank you to Gordon Eisenach, my co-host from last weekend's housewarming party, my partner in life and in podcasting. Thank you to Amy Lungi Art for the logo and to Side Hug for the theme music. You can find them on Instagram at a hug from the side, and you can find us on Instagram too, as well as on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest, all at the Expat Cast. 
While you're on your phones, leave us a rating and review on your podcast app of choice. Let us know what you love about the show. Next week's episode will be about being unemployed in Germany. Have a great week until then.